Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's, it's time for the Bucks to stop somewhere. We think it's going to be Brooklyn. I brought my man, Bam, and a special guest from when we started the show, my other guy, Los. Let's talk basketball. This is not normal. This is not normal what we're doing today. It's not every day that the very best matchup, the one that probably will will uh, decide the championship. I the the Sixers look hobbled. I don't know what's going on over there out there in the West, but as per usual, I'm here with my guy Bam. Bam, say hello to the people. Let's go, Net fans. And, you know, me and Bam, we kind of talk about who we want as guests and stuff like that. And, you know, one of our faves, one of the few things we agree with besides the fact that we love the Nets, um, uh, is that that this other gentleman, my man Carlos Hernandez, or, 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 or as I fondly call him, Los, is, uh, is a veteran to the front office podcast and... One of our, my favorite people to talk hoops with. Lo, say hello to the people. How's it going, everybody? Let's go Nets. Gentlemen, I'm going to start with Bam because, Bam, you've been showing a lot of um, nervousness. You've been mad about things. You're, you're mad about the ticket sales speed, how, lo- how loud people are. Bam, are, are, you, are you nervous coming into this joint? Like, are, are we afraid? Yes. Why? I am afraid, and you because you can be afraid and confident at the same time. But this this series is a is a total coin flip. I'm sure we'll make predictions at the end, but there's so little we know about the Nets. You know, if you really think about it, there's just a, such a small sample size on this team mm-hmm. that it's hard to predict things when the talent level isn't vastly different like it was in the first round. Everybody knew they would get past Boston. This All right, is, so let's this dissect is di- this. Let's dissect okay. this. If you're, if you're going to say that's that's a great place to start, right? I, 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 I hear your, your fears. I, I feel your anxiety. I, I, I laugh every time I read it or, or we talk about it. it it's because I don't share it with you. <laughs> um, and I'm usually the one that's that super negative but let's let's break this down right we know who we have let's start with who they have Giannis is Giannis better than last year I'll start I'm, I'm gonna ask both of you guys is Giannis well, look, better than last year the, the, the honest answer for me is I don't know I don't watch enough of the Bucks to, to really say that True. um he's look He's one of the top three players in this series. Where you want to rank him is, is you know, up, up to the individual. The next, you know, two guys are going to be on our team, right? So it's probably Durant, Harden, and him are the best three players. And then, I, you know, after that, you start looking at who the best players in this series are. Most of them are going to be on the Bucks. Um and, uh, you know, with the size advantage that they but have. I, the I don't want you to jump ahead. I don't want you to jump ahead. Let's just talk about, I want to start with Holiday. Let's, let's, I mean, matter of fact, I want to finish off with Giannis and give, and, and give um, Los a chance to, to agree or disagree. I'm going to say that, I'm going to say that Giannis is very much the same. It's not like he's developed a three-point shot. It's not like he's taking 
um, you know, 15 footers regularly and hitting them. I don't think Giannis is different. Los, you think, do you think Giannis has, has uh, gotten better? It's hard for me to say from what I've seen. If I had to be honest, I would say he looks like the same player. Um, there's the things that we expected him to get better at and are afraid of, of doing, I have yet to see in the playoff. Um, he still has problems shooting free throws. He still doesn't hasn't developed a three point shot like you said. Although those two games, those two back to backs against the Nets, he did hit the three. Uh, not not for the most part, but he did sprinkle in a couple of threes. So um, the yeah. sh- the short answer is I'm not sure he's gotten better. I am sure that his surrounding cast has gotten better. Yes. Yes. Uh is is he better than if he if if so both of you agree he's better than Kyrie. Is let then let's matter of fact, is he better than Harden? Be be no. as unbiased as you can. No. Los? I, is he, I is agree he, with I agree with Bam. I would take Harden over him. Okay. Is he better than Kevin Durant? Maybe. Low? In I, his own in his own way, yeah. In his own way, maybe he might be. I think Kevin Durant is the best player in the series, so I'm gonna say no. I I would say I would I would say like this with, with when you compare Kevin Durant and him. Kevin Durant has less to do than he does. Um, but Giannis is gonna grab more rebounds, be more physical, you know, score more points, but I don't think he could hit a clutch shot. I don't think he could finish a game. I think Giannis is going to have a lot of hard time um, uh, against us in the fourth quarter. And the thing, the the like, I would put Kevin Durant above him. All right. So, so then let's let's move down a tier. Let's. Would you guys agree that Drew Holiday is the best player on on the second best player on the Bucks? No. Um. Yeah, I would say yeah, just because of his two-way ability. I, I I still think Middleton is better than him. It's close, in my opinion, but I think Middleton is their second best player. At, let, let's let's use let's use Drew Holiday. Is Drew Holiday better than any of our big three? No. No. All right, and um, and then and then so I guess. Because of how close Middleton and, and Drew Holiday is, Middleton is not on par. Middleton is not even in the same tier as our big three, and I don't think I don't think Drew Holiday is in the same tier, is he? No, but but I don't like the way. This isn't how basketball works. Though. No, no, no. I I understand what I know. I know exactly what you're going to say. But if you're talking about the basketball play is played five five on five, right? If you're talking about the three. The, there's three slots on each side of the team that that you're gonna depend on as a you know as the main pushing parts of your of your team. Some people you know do that with five t- people. Some people do that with two. Some people do it with one. Uh, all I'm saying is if we're measuring the the total of the, the sum t- of of all of these components, the their big three versus our big three, it's not close, right? Now let's start Correct. to compare. Let's start to compare the other the other parts, right? Like like let's not just. I don't think I don't. You can't compare Brook Lopez to any of those three, but you can say, all right, they've got Brook Lopez, we've got Blake Griffin. Cool. So I don't mean to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I think I know what Bam was talking about. Mm-hmm. I agree with if you just like if you're gonna put let's say the top four or five players in this series, mm-hmm. I think we would have three of the five, but I think six through ten, you'll get a couple of bucks in a row. So I, I think it, it even itself is evens itself out overall, but we're we're just the top heavy team. Bam, you wanna if, you wanna you wanna finish your point? Right. So so yes, I agree he's basically summing up my thoughts and I think there's also a big gap in in between the depths of the two teams, especially with Green out, and I don't believe for a second that he's back 
in either of the first two games here. Mm. And, you know, we're throwing we're throwing a second round pick out there who's 22 years old, who has very little experience. He's physically weak. Blake Griffin, you know, big difference between the regular season and playoffs. You know, he did not are you, are really you make any type of impact. The 22-year-old you're talking about, are you talking about Nick Claxton? Claxton, mm-hmm. yeah. He's not going to start, though, you don't think? No, but he's going to be playing. At, you know, Well, maybe. I guess we'll see if he's going to play or not. Um, you know, the, the the depth is just a serious concern of mine. And, you know, a, a line you like to use is styles make fights. And right. they bring – they're like Rocky Balboa. They're bringing the southpaw, and we're the pretty boy Apollo Creed. And I feel like we're going to get punched in the mouth here. And I don't, I don't think we have anything to counter that. We, we're going to bring skill to the table. They're going to bring power and muck. And it's going to be interesting to see what, which prevails here. So I'm going to push back on what you guys think. I think that when, when you start looking at the other components, I think Joe Harris is the best shooter on – is a better shooter than everybody that they have on their team. Middleton is very, very good. He's long. He's taller. He can get that shot off. But Joe Harris is shooting that shot, you know, wide open all alone. I think I don't think that there's much of a there's much separating Joe Har- um excuse me Blake Griffin, even though Blake Griffin has looked totally out of sorts in the playoffs so far. I I I believe that had to do with some with um Brad Stevens, uh you know, doing some really unorthodox stuff, but against the Bucks, I think Blake will look a lot better than he did with um against Boston. Boston was just running around all over the place. They didn't really have a true center, and so uh, Blake didn't know where to be. I I just don't. I look at the 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 full structure of the Bucks team, and they don't have Divincenzo, right? Divincenzo is is out, right? Well, is that the name of the guy? That's kid? correct. Yeah, so Divincenzo's out. He's out, and I I, th- I think that's a big miss for them. Um, uh, uh, I I just think that the the pieces that we have, you know, based off of that last game, I was surprised at how competitive the last two. Matter of fact, even though we lost, it, it the ultimate kryptonite for the Bucks is Harden, and we kept it close without having Harden, and they had to have like miracle performances to beat us i think it's a lot like the knicks in in atlanta in the sense that the knicks swept atlanta uh for the season but when it really came down to it and when people could just sit down and just focus in on what they need to take away i i just think the the nets have way too much firepower for them i think and, and i think everything that the nets do kind of counteracts what they do very well well i'll pose you a question mm-hmm how are we going to guard them if we're switching? It's impossible. Now that I can't, I can't argue with. How do we stop them? We know we're not. We know we're going to get beat on the glass, right? Because it's happened to us all season, virtually regardless of opponent. And we saw Tristan Thompson and Robert Williams give us headaches. Yeah. So what are we going? So for example, we can't play Jordan and have him play drop coverage on Giannis because. It's just a simple adjustment. They'll have Giannis become the screener uh-huh. on Holiday or Middleton, and, and then bombs away. What yeah. do you do? You, he can't just sit in the paint there because then one of those guys is coming off the screen with an open shot, or then he's got to come out and he switches, and now it's just mismatches everywhere. So we're, we are going to score, right? But I don't see how the, the biggest problem and the biggest fear for me is that we're going to have to outshoot them from three by a pretty significant margin. Because they're going to take more free throws and they're going to get more total attempts from the field, because they're going to get more offense, a lot more offensive rebounds than we are. So, and that's where my fear in the series comes in: is how do we do anything physically with them when we're a undersized? And if we play the one guy that we have with size, it's going to be a problem on another level where we can no longer switch and play that style of defense. Those are the questions I don't know how to answer. The switching really kills me. Like that, that, that is the part of this whole thing that kind of depresses me because the kryptonite for Giannis is the zone, and the Nets are more concerned with taking away uh, other teams' three-point shots. The the switching that they do is because they want to take away everyone's other teams' three-point shots, and then they want to just go on the other end and be more efficient and 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 score better. I I. 
I don't I don't like it either. Los, is there any reason to be to feel positive about that defense? If not, trash it. <laughs> Switching? No, there there really isn't, and um, it's 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 like just like you said, the Nets are just gonna have to outscore them. And I know a lot of fans that I've spoken to feel confident that we're gonna do that. I'm not as confident, and it doesn't mean that I'm not confident in the team. I just think that the Bucks' style of playing is gonna wear the team down, wear us down, and it's not just that they're gonna take more shots than us. How many more? Sh- shots yeah. us. You, yeah. you can survive a couple shots. You can't survive 15, 20 extra possessions, any extra shots. It, it, it's impossible to expect the Nets to overcome that. So um, that's a real issue for me. Who's a player? I know it sounds... Um, and, and I don't see an answer on the roster where how we're all of a sudden just going to become a, a strong rebounding team that doesn't foul against a bigger, stronger, more athletic opponent. I, I get what you're saying. I just I just have seen I've just seen the last few years and some of the you know the best bets that I made was Harden covering on the Bucks and he really dominates them. I mean the the win that we got, I don't think they were all the way together as a team yet when we got that win, so I'm not going to tout that win as as so great, but I if I remember it right Harden was by himself in that game, right? Like I, I think Kyrie. No, was taking, KD, KD played. KD. So it was KD and Harden, and, and, and right. we we won that one. They were fully healthy. Um, yeah. Uh, I, what I what I'm more so basing it off of is that I've seen the Dantone. Like when when the Bucks were winning seventy games, damn near it seemed like, and you know, number one in the East, they uh they could not beat. Harden and 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 the and, and Houston, and I just think this team is so much better. And something that Harden does to buttonhole her teams because they're very similar to Mike D'Antoni and and not on the defensive end, but uh, offensively, and then how they and then how they defend. Um, uh, I, he just has he just has a field day on them. Like that's that's who I'm I'm. I'm, you know, I, I believe is the is the linchpin on this. Can it, do you have faith that Harden can carry this, or is there someone else that you think has to be the one, the catalyst for us to to? Well, look, to, to in the out? same vein that in the, in the same vein that we can't have DeAndre sitting in the paint, they can't they can't do that with Lopez either. Right. So my my early guess is that Lopez is going to be played off the floor in this series. Because he doesn't shoot the ball well enough from the outside, he's not a huge post threat. And the Nets he are does, though. That I, the league thinks he does. He thinks he does, and he did for they, the one year. And you know, it, it was kind of an outlier. But right. what's going to happen is the Nets will put him in every single screen and roll, and he's not going to be able to to pull his drop coverage stuff. So if he winds up switching out on any one of our guards. You know, or Durant, that that's going to be it. So my guess is by game two or three, you're going to really see his role slowly start to diminish. Um, so, th- th- you know, that does work in our favor. But you'll they see, can you'll go see to, Tucker. They can go to Giannis at the five. You know, we don't have that type of counter. Th- that's true. That's true. But we are we who we are. Like, I mean, I – the person who troubles me is is PJ Tucker. That's another person that that kind of takes my tuck, my confidence away. Um, he's not the same though. Like Tucker, no, he'll fry him. our guys will fry him. Yeah, I mean, but he he'll do the little things. So I I, I give that guy a lot of credit. But he he's he's a little uh, he's a can of baked beans right now though. Um, who do you guys have as like a like someone who's just gonna ruin? Our playoff that potentially can ruin our playoffs that we're not talking about on that roster. Get loves. I was gonna go with uh, Bobby Portis just because it's always the big guys that hurt the Nets. Yeah, and he can stre- he can stretch the floor, and he's been hitting shots all year. He played well against the Miami Heat, so um, I'm gonna go with Bobby Portis. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say Drew Holiday because guess Kyrie can't guard him. He will muscle Kyrie. You know, I don't James maybe. 
You know, I don't really, and, and Joe can't guard. We don't really have a matchup for him either. You know, and, and this is all assuming that Durant can do a good job on Middleton, which, you know, I get, think he'll do okay. <laughs> do you think Nash you know? will put? Do you think Nash will put uh, KD on <laughs> KD on on Giannis? Well, you know, let's be honest. It doesn't fucking matter who we puts on them because the other <laughs> team's gonna walk down the floor, find their matchup, set a screen. We're gonna willingly switch into it and create a mismatch against ourselves. So it really doesn't matter who's guarding who out of a side out. Mm. M- Milwaukee's gonna dictate the the matchups that they want. Um, now, look, maybe he's been playing coy all season and he's like, I'm gonna do this all year until we play a team like Milwaukee and then switch it up on them and fool everybody, but. I highly doubt it. No, nah, they so, haven't even tried that. So, right. so it's hard to even look at these matchups and 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 start poking at who we want to guard who, because Milwaukee is going to decide who they play against. That's the reality. That sucks, yo. Now I'm. You guys are making me really worried. Uh, <laughs> um, who's not going to play on the Nets? Let's let's go on to our side of, of things, man. I'm I'm not liking the way this uh the, like. You got to give those guys credit in Milwaukee. They took a bunch of players that you, you know, aren't going to be divas, aren't going to ask to be like moved. I think that was you the know, best part about he, um, Drew Holiday. We've doubled down on offense all season. They've doubled down on size and physicality. You know, the tradition. What the tradition will tell you that they're built to win this time of year. And we are not. And, you know, what scares me is that we just might be that one off season away because we had to make the move for Harden because things happen with Aldridge. You know, Green is out now that we just may not have the horses. You know, the only thing, the only reason this is a series is because of the big three. You know, otherwise, you know, if you looked at it on pit, you know, it wouldn't even be close uh-huh. in terms of the physicality. So, you know, I'm very worried. Very, very worried. Yeah, well, we that's need the heat season. Los, I didn't hear you repeat that. I'm saying the big three. That's a, you know, the big three isn't just some little thing. You know? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know. This ain't, I, a, this ain't a regular big three. <laughs> what I was going to say is I will feel much better if Jeff Green only misses, let's say, game one or maybe game one and two. If he's here for most of the series then I think adding Jeff Green helps the Nets just with a body, somebody who can stretch the floor, somebody who who can rebound because the rebounding is going to drive me insane this series. But Yeah. I think the best five guys we can put out against this team would be the big three, Bruce Brown and Jeff Green. Or Claxton in lieu of Brown. But we, we, and not having Green hurts us having the ability to play KD in that three spot. Yeah, that and I don't know how away. we can work around that. That, that, I, I don't know what they're putting in. I don't know what they're doing. I, I, I really hope that the ball, like Boston plays small, so we can play them small too and play them off the court. Um, this, this Bucks team, man, I, I, I've never felt like we needed uh, Jeff Green more, and then then now is when he gets hurt. And then on top of it, I kind of liked Alizé guarding uh, uh, Giannis. He wasn't going to play, but I would have liked to have seen him maybe be discovered and and, and thrown against those guys because he's physical, he's he's a shithouse, he makes a mess of things, and we don't have that guy, so... I don't know. Let, let's 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 do a starting lineup, guys. Uh, give me your starting lineup. I know you just pretty much did, but but restate it for me, Bam. Give me your starting lineup and tell me why for each player. Well, with Green out, I would say the big three, Brown and Griffin would be my starting five. Big three, Brown, Griffin. Cool. Los, put a five out there. I hate to be the one to agree with Bam, but I agree 100%. Um, there's no way I'm putting Jordan to start. And with Green out, Griffin has to start almost. And I I love Harris, but I would put Brown to start the game 
ahead of Harris and Harris come off the bench. Now, here's the problem when I'm thinking about that is at some point are we bringing Shamit and Harris in to play together? Because when they, they're playing together, that's going to weaken the defense when they're on the floor together. Yeah, Shamit would be out of my rotation. Yeah, Shamit would okay. be out of my rotation for this. For this, I mean, uh, unless, you know, we needed some floor spacing in some place. But I, I really like Tyler Johnson over Shamit, um, uh, speaking of the bench. But, uh, Los, you, did you want to finish no anything else? There's no room for him one? in this series. I wouldn't have him in my rotation either. Who, uh, Tyler Johnson? Tyler. Maybe your, for like a few minutes in the first half. Who's your bench crew? Who's your, what? Give me your, your, your eight-man rotation then. So the five I gave you to start. Mm-hmm. Harris off the bench. Claxton off the bench. And then I guess probably some minutes for Jordan and a handful of minutes for Johnson. Yeah, that, that's impossible they they don't even play like that <laughs> they when green have... when green comes back i would take either deandre or claxon out of the rotation depending on how things go in the games with adam and insert him in those minutes and no, frankly maybe maybe blake comes out of the rotation depending on it, how things are playing out i call it houston minutes because the beautiful thing about james harden is coming to brooklyn was he came to brooklyn and he became a point guard and he just stop playing like he does in in I mean it's it's similar but what he how he gets his in Houston is very very different from how he gets his in Brooklyn like he recreated himself in in Brooklyn which is an amazing um an amazing uh uh, uh contribution from him cuz he didn't have to um but I think they have they're going to have a squad where it's Harden by himself Claxton and you're gonna have on each of each wing, uh, Joe Harris and Shamit, or Joe Harris and and um, and uh, 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 Tyler Johnson, and the other the the fifth guy, uh, which I I don't understand why they don't do this, but there should be sometimes that it's that it's KD and Harden. Or Kyrie and Harden, like they should stagger it more. But it looks like Kyrie and KD want to play together most of their minutes. And well, let's so, not lose sight of the fact that against Boston, we didn't have to overextend these guys. I, I, I'm expecting all their minutes to go up in this series. True, true. They're they're gonna play a whole lot. Um, yeah, I didn't even do my starting five, so I'll take a step back. The big three, right? I want. Kevin Durant at small forward. This is not what I think he's gonna do. This is what I would like him to do. I I would I would graduate um Nick Claxton because Jeff Green is not there. I would graduate Nick Claxton to the starting lineup. I, I, I he has not looked great. Um uh he has played great in spurts. He shows, you know, a lot of promise. And sometimes he's still our best defender in the playoffs. And he looks really good with KD. Like those KD minutes with um, Claxton look amazing. So, I, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Griffin, Claxton, KD, Harden, Kyrie in the five, and then you know you could you could run those like uh, those Houston teams with with uh, Harden by himself, you know, with the bench and the two shooters on the wings. I don't know how that works. I don't know if it works, I don't. I don't hate I the idea of it. I don't hate the idea of it because you can use Griffin on Giannis or Claxton on Giannis. Right. But really, I would probably use Griffin on Giannis. I would have Claxton on Middleton. You could put Harden on Lopez if he's out there because uh, he's kind of just standing around the three-point line anyway. Um, and then you maybe put Durant on Drew, and then you hide Kyrie on the what is his name, uh, McConaughey, the white kid, Co- Covington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Con- is it Connington? I think it's, it's yeah, Con- Connington or Covington. The fucking white guy that can shoot. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Nah, Pat Connington. Right? It's it's spelled weird. I mean, it's it's spelled one way, pronounced another. Um, yeah. I I think the DiVincenzo thing hurts them a lot. I, that's that's one of their best shooters. Um, 
Uh, yeah, that was a big is, loss for sure. Is he coming back at all? No, he's out for the playoffs. Playoffs. And, and I'll be honest, if he was playing, I would have felt even worse because he's not a bad defender. He's a pretty good defender. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, he, you know, I think him and Green match. I guess they match themselves. Like, uh, with they're missing a, a big piece, we're missing a big piece. I just think, and it's, it's something you guys uh, mentioned earlier, Claxton just seems to play so much better when he's on the court with Harden. Harden yeah. Last last series, he looked pretty good. Durant was finding him because we gotta get we gotta get Claxton some easy shots because he's not gonna be able to create for himself. But he shouldn't take one shot that's not a dunk. Exactly, he, it's either alley oops or putbacks the whole series. What, yep. what I'll no say hook. is, what I'll <laughs> yeah, you're right. What what I'll say, we do need him and Blake to play better than they played last series. Because they were they weren't good enough last series, and I know Claxton is a kid; he's young, but uh, the team needs him. You know, he needs to step up. He needs to be physical, play smart, of course, and uh, just don't take any shots uh, unless you're right in front of the basket. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hear that you need to like spin and dunk on somebody. No, you don't. If the just like Boston did, if they're funneling the ball to you and like in that mid range spot, you pat unless you have a clear path to a dunk. You pass it back out to a guard and you go set a screen for him. He's he um he doesn't have the he doesn't have the legs to like set himself, plant himself firmly and just power dunk on you. He's very light. Like no. when he jumps, it's almost like he, he goes in the air and he's just floating there. <laughs> and right. you could just move him to uh, uh, another side because he's just so light in the pants. Um I I am gonna predict that uh, Blake Griffin is going to have a six series. I don't know why. I have no evidence of it. He did not look good. He, I mean, he did some good things. He looked better in the fourth quarters, I, I, and I don't know why. But we Because the games are blowouts. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think this is better for yeah. him because it is a physical series, whereas Boston was more like quick guards out on the perimeter he yeah. had to step out on. He can, he can at least take the pounding. From some like the from Giannis, you know, and hold his ground. His food, though I, I, that that really concerned me, because um, Tristan yeah, he got Thompson outworked. looked crap all year, and then all of a sudden he he got his pride back in the middle of the series, and he just he just was outworking Blake. Blake is not used to playing that role. Like Tristan Thompson's been a glue guy, journeyman, you know, do all the other shit guy forever. So he knows how to do that. Blake is used to being the superstar of the team. Now he's being asked to play like Tristan Thompson, and he's not good at it. Uh, uh, he's a shit house. He mucks it up, um, uh, uh, but he 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 really just doesn't on play on point defense for for and you know that ball bounces on the rim he just doesn't have the timing as as like an elite rebounder i i i i was really disappointed with that but it's still um game 1 is is uh uh, uh upon us gentlemen let let's talk about us I, this is a subject near and dear to uh bam's heart bam i'm going to just let you go and say everything that you think is wrong about our crowds and our crowd noise and what effect it's going to have oh come on man d- d- look that game 5 crowd was an utter embarrassment and I, you know what this fan base does not love this team as much as it loved the D'Angelo Russell team there was more demand for those tickets then and i i get that the covid stuff is weird you know it's like we haven't had a chance to get out and see this team all year yeah. I think everyone is just a lot of fan base. The fan base is too cocky. They're just like expecting to win. Mm-hmm. So they don't think they have to show up and be a part of the win. But that was embarrassing on game five. Frankly, the ticket sales are embarrassing. I mean, I, I haven't even bought my tickets for tomorrow's game yet because they just keep going down every day. Yeah. Now, I guess maybe that makes me a part of the problem, but it's like Jesus Christ. No, like, man. Every, I, all this I'm shit gonna... talking. Let, let me let me let me counter that. Right, we have the worst crowd so, in the NBA playoffs. So so I live here, <laughs> and I I kind of know the people here. One, like people are broke, 
like I don't think the country even knows how broke people are really like I like I I'm I'm fortunate bam you're pretty fortunate Los, I have never talked about your situation now, but I'm I'm sure you're good too. But there's a lot of people, especially in Brooklyn, who are hurting. And I think I think what our fan base is doing for the first time is exactly what happened with the Knicks. Those that first year we made the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell and them boys, I could not believe how hyped everybody was. I thought it was gonna be dead because everybody thought we knew we weren't gonna make it out into the second round. When we won that first game and everyone lost their mind in Barkley Center, it was be- the emotion came from not being in the playoffs, not thinking we were we everyone thought we were going to be swept. So that energy, that emotion, that that fight that we got out of it and you know responding to to you know my nemesis and 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 well-known dickhead Jared Dudley um you know pushing uh, uh, Simmons, it's because it was like something we haven't had in in forever. Now we know we're going far. At least we believe we're going far in the playoffs. Bro, People are saving their pennies. People Come are on. saving their pennies for the to. All right, am I going to go to the finals? Am I going to go to this one or that one? Yo, yo, my tickets, which aren't even good seats, you know, which aren't even good seats. My tickets with with. Uh, I'm going with my wife and my my um, two of my kids for seats. It's it's well over a grand. Most people can't afford that, Bam. I, I think. Well, I'm sorry. Then you know it. what? You leave the women and children at home. This is the fucking NBA playoffs, and we have a title <laughs> contending team. If you can't afford for it, guess what, kids? You're not going this year. I'm taking my going with my brother. I'm buying my own seat. You know, yeah, that's I, what this has to be. I, and look, I'll I'll get it. I'm willing to give somewhat of a pass on the first round. I get it. It was a foregone conclusion thing. That place better be fucking rocking on Saturday night. It better be rocking on Monday night and every home game thereafter. Or we'll never or it's just never gonna happen here. No, I don't I don't agree. I think we're learning our culture and, and Los, oh, I'm gonna let you say it. I think we're learning our culture. I think we're a, like we're an eight year old team. <laughs> we're, to to be honest, we're an eight year old team. We didn't bring you know everybody Jersey from Jersey with there. us. Huh? Where the, then we need the Jersey fans, because you know in Jersey during the kid years, the Meadowlands, which fucking sucked no. to go to, that place rocked. Nah, the but the Meadowlands had two playoff games. I was at one of them, and they didn't sell out. <laughs> well, it was still louder. Um, um, but it, but they didn't sell out. They're gonna sell out in Barclays. One, two. You're not seeing everybody because not everybody wants to take the um. Not everybody wants to take, especially, uh, I, and and I, I'm not killing my fellow black people, but black people aren't trying to take this um, uh, vaccine. And so you're getting a more affluent crowd. You're getting a more upper crust crowd that's not really they, fan They scanned fans. the crowd the other night. Mm-hmm. They showed like a nine-year-old girl. Next to her was a, a grandma. And then next to her was like a middle-aged white lady with a fucking fanny pack. I was like, what is this? This is a fucking birthday party. This looks like some kid's birthday party at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. You know, and get them out of there. We you have know, a lot of that out. in Brooklyn. You got, you're got. going to have to accept them I don't and, and be loud for 20, them. If you're 20 years old to 30 years old and you don't have kids or, you, or you're married... Fuck your fuck your credit. Max your credit card out. Get to the <laughs> arena. Get bombed, and let's do this thing. Okay, um, you've heard both of our sides, Los. Tell us why we're both wrong. <laughs> I just love the enthusiasm that Bam has right now. I love it and too. It's, and and what I'll say is that it is true. I went to the Jared Dudley game where he got thrown out. I went to that game. The crowd was amazing. It yeah. was my. Uh, First playoff game in Brooklyn. Like you, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be loud because from what I saw on TV, the game before, the, it wasn't too loud. Right. But it was, it was amazing when I went. It was a, a damn near a sellout if it wasn't a sellout, but it looked like a sellout to me. Everybody was having fun. Now, Everybody, we haven't sold, have not sold out a game since we've been okay. in the Brooklyn era. So. so What I know is I went to that game, me, my dad, my brother, Two Nick fans, my brother bought me tickets, 
you know, shout out to him for buying the tickets for me. I didn't have to pay anything. I just bought the round. I just bought the rounds in Barclays, which caused a, a arm and a leg. But so what? Yeah. It's a playoff game. We're there to get bombed and to watch our team. So that's what I'm talking about. What I'll yeah. say when it comes to this year, though, I purposely did not even look to get tickets for the first round because let's be honest, I assumed they were going to beat the Celtics. That's not the point now. Now I'm looking to get into this series because not saying I don't expect them to win, but you just never know. And and I know this series is going to be a battle. It's going to be a war. And I know this is going to be probably the best second round series in all of the playoffs. And you know what? Bam is right. The crowd is not good enough aside from game one and two, maybe game five. When me and Bam went, we were good. We were good. It was all right. It was all right. Game five was, was brutal. It was awful. And, and my brother was at game five. My, my my brother who you met, um, Bam, he was at game five and he was like we were texting back and forth and then when he came home I I saw him, I was like I was like, Was it good? He was like he was like, Why were you bothering me? He was like, Yo, it was lit. I was like I was like, I it wasn't lit like like other places. He was like, I, I guess I, I haven't been. I, haven't, I don't. He doesn't. He's not a Twitter basketball dude like like we are. He's a sports radio basketball dude, and um, uh, he he was like, I don't understand. Like I I I thought we were all right, and I was and and um and my uh, my boy went there too. He had the opposite opinion. He was like, he's a Nick fan, and he and he went just to to catch a game, and was like, nah, y'all y'all building is dead. So I don't know how much. Come on, the Celtics crowd in the game they won was louder than any of our crowds. Yeah. Why, you know, this This is yeah. what bothers me about, like, some Nets fans. Like, Bruce, I love the guy, but I also love to fight with him. Uh-huh. Like, and I want you to at him in this so he listens to this. Oh, he God. won't admit shit. Like, that, the crowd, I know you're at the game. That crowd stunk. I have ears. I'm watching the game on TV. It was fucking I, dead. I, I also, no, 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 no. I could say this for a fact. I could say this for a fact. The Nets have a weird broadcasting plan. They do not mic the rows. So every, like every excuse for the Bucks. No, 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 no. But this it's just a true thing. Like one, we're we're the rare we're the rare basketball team that doesn't have lighting in our on our audience. So you don't like in a, on a, another team's game because the audience is lit. It's not theater lighting. You see every reaction to everything. Who oh, else has a deer lighting? Nobody. Just the us. Lakers. Lakers. The Knicks. No, no, no. The Lakers is um one. No, no. The Knicks is bright. Everyone you see every the, single person. It's the theater at Madison Square Garden. They 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 have theater seating. Theater lighting. They, they do not have. To, I, you know how many times I've been to MSG. <laughs> they don't. We'll Google that shit. It's not black. Like and in Barclay Center, the crowd is in darkness. Just think about the pictures of the crowd in in MSG. I understand. I, I understand that, but that doesn't change when you're at the game from standing up and clapping. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I listen. I agree with you, but I just think that we don't accentuate it. We should. I think we don't know what we're doing yet as a group. <laughs> we're still getting that culture. Let, let, let's agree on and, this. Mm-hmm. This round, there's no excuses for the place to not be. We should have a better home court advantage than the fucking Milwaukee Bucks. And if we don't, it's a goddamn shame. We, we won't. We won't. It's Brooklyn. Well, like, you know, there's then, too much stuff to that. do. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. It but sucks, know, but it's true. Give me a break. I agree with Bam here, man. No, nah, he's your right. Team, I, I agree with him, too. This round. Your team needs you this round. Yeah. You got three of the best players in the world. Show up. Scream. I mean, look, uh, Eve, the people that was sitting to the left of us, mm-hmm. not the young guy and his girlfriend that was wearing the Nets jersey, the other two people that were in the back row, they, I'm like, I said to my brother after the game, I said, those people came to the game to eat fucking french fries and chicken fingers. They didn't stand up one time. They didn't clap. She had her head on the shoulder the whole game. They were drinking soda. I'm like, what are you doing here? What possessed you? Were you trying to show this girl a nice time? She yeah. fed her Barclay Center french fries. I mean, it's just that kind of stuff just bothers me. And, yeah. it, you know, I'll do my part on Saturday night. I'm going to be at the bar by 4.30, 5 o'clock. 
And gonna, I'll stop, 40, I'm not going to stop drinking until they stop serving. You're going to do 40-40 bar or are you going to do a cross-the-street bar? No, I'm fuck. I have no swag. I'm going to McMahon's. <laughs> okay. Guys, I need you to tell me, is, is it that the crowd is late arriving or is it that they just don't get into it? It's two things. It's it's partly that it's late arriving, but the lines on the concessions are so long and there's so much in terms of concessions. You might do a whole entire lap looking for stuff. Bro, well, that tells you me in. you're at the game for the wrong reason. If you're at the game to find the best hamburger at the Barclays Center, I'd rather you not come. I, Please, not every, take not, before you go to the game. Jeez. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I, I've always used that system. Like I'll I'll do a dinner nearby near the stadium, and then I'll go, and then I'll still grab junk food. But they only had one one floor of um, what do you call it? Uh, uh you know, concessions. concessions. And, and it was, what the they lines was like were the just little, long. They didn't as have hell. like the little beer setups where you could just get a beer on those lines. Right. So and now have... halftime, if you wanted a beer, you had to go in the food line. And then on top of that, they don't have the guys. Um, in the aisles, yeah, the you know, yeah. so, so, so that kind of, um, you know, have people kind of scrambling, trying to get a beer, trying to do whatever, but we're not as bad as the Miami heat, the, the Miami heat folks and the Laker folks, like, was it last night? The, the Lakers like was empty almost half the first quarter, but they're used to it. They, that's part of their culture out there. Yeah. So. Well, also they're only allowing 8,000 fans. Yeah. Detail. I was yeah. about to say that they're, yeah. they're about half. Well, not half. That's not fair to say half, but a little less than half of us. So yeah. bottom line, bottom line, it's acceptable for the first round. Like Bam said, I'm going to agree with him. He told me to hear both sides. I agree with Bam. All right, Bam. This you is win your this time. Round. This is your time. You win this round, dude. I, I, and I, and to take this out, like I'm, I'm proud of this team. Regardless, I'm proud of our. Uh, I'm, I'm actually like it's, it's not just in the arena. It's boring on Twitter. Like there's nothing to argue about, and the only thing to argue about was, was uh, I just was talking to Billy Reinhardt, friend of the show, and he made a post where he compared the current New York Knicks to the 2018 Nets and that they're in the same starting position that we were in to eventually be who we are now. I I know you, you agree with that somewhat, Bam, but I can't, I well, can't agree with that. Tell me why not you as think talented that's true. as our team. Well, they're not as talented as our team was. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because I, I don't like, most of their best players are free agents who are veterans. Right. Like they didn't, we had Russell Dinwiddie, Allen Lavert, Harris. That's five legit NBA starting caliber young, young guys. Right. They have Barrett and Randall. And depending on what you think of Randall, but Randall is 26. This year, twenty seven. Right. You know, so he's entering his year. prime. You think? You know. You know. My thing with the Knicks is they were they were a playing team talent wise that overachieved. And if, if if they came back with the exact same squad next year, and so did every team in the Eastern Conference, they would not make the top six. They they might not even make the top eight. That my problem with them saying that is, it just takes away from Sean Marks' genius. I. Like Leon Rose didn't even pick any of the players that were good for his team. Leon Leon Rose's contributions was Obi Toppin and Emmanuel Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly right. is is eighth on their team in minutes, right? And look, and, he did a good job filling it with some vets. You, you know, the, the vets that he brought in on cheap deals produced for yeah, them. Yeah, but we've but as Nets fans, we've seen that. We've seen those. Oh, Marshawn Brooks looks kind of good, and this other guy. You know, drafted in the second round. Oh, Isaiah Whitehead. Oh, like <laughs> spinning pinball in, in in the lane. He might be good. Right. No, these. You know, quickly might be better than the people I just mentioned. But he's not. You're not looking at quickly like in three years. That's the guy I'm gonna want to have the ball in his hands. Yeah, like you're Look, not thinking at, at of him. At halftime of Game One mm-hmm. versus Atlanta, it was obvious just by eye test that Atlanta was vastly more talented yeah. and that the only thing that would have kept the Knicks in that series was their crowd 
you know, but even that didn't work. I mean, if they had a regular whole home crowd, that series would have been over in four games. Yeah, now Los, you know, chime in. What do you think? Is is this Knicks rebuild that's like the 2018-19 Knicks? No. I mean, 2018-19 Nets, rather? It's not. And it's, it's what both of you guys just said. We had more... We had a group of players that we already knew that they could play and that could start and lead this team. Not yeah. just not just that, but if our starting if, center if was we 20 years be old. Very, yeah, if you want to be very specific as in, into how the Nets became the Nets after that, we had a more clear path given the fact that, yes, they have a lot of money via free agency, but the guys out there that – they can't go out there and bring in the type of guys that we did. They're going to have to trade. And right. that's going to cut into that foundation. Right. That puts you into the, talking, the negative already. Yep. I was talking into a, to a Nick friend of mine earlier today because, you know, he hears all these uh, Dame Lillard rumors and he's always asking about Beal. And, you know, I follow basketball. He's, he's more of a, you know, a casual fan. And I explained to him, when the Nets set themselves up, they set themselves up knowing that these type of players were available in free agency. Right. The Knicks have the money. They have the picks. But they can't just go out there unless Kawhi Leonard decides to come to New York. They can't just go out there. They, they can get one player, maybe, if they're lucky, and then trade for another one. But this will be a more slower rebuild. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. You know, this. There's I nothing... just thought that should have they should have been collecting you know uh, lottery picks, and now that Dallas is good early, none of those Dallas picks are worth anything. Like Luca is going to keep them in the top three. If we're being fair, they do have picks. You know, if you look at it, the Nets had no picks. They right. traded, they traded four picks that got them Lavert and and Allen. And those picks are probably in the range of where these Dallas picks are. So I don't want to say that they don't have anything. Right. You know? They're basically going to have two cracks at, like, picks in the late yeah. teens, early it all, 20s. It all depends yeah. on your and, player but, development and your scouts. Right. Right. I just don't I just don't see it. Like, they, like Obi Toppin was a disaster of a pick, if you ask me. He was supposed to replace Randall. Now they've got to keep Randall. Um, and pay him. He he's been all NBA. He's gonna get all NBA, or he already has gotten all NBA. So they gotta pay him. And then now they're gonna trust uh, Leon Rose, a, a, a sports agent who has no scouting background, no high level basketball background besides you know being an agent. And then to to basically suss out um, good picks in the lower rounds. I, yeah, I don't, you know, you you can sum it up this quickly. Billy Reinhardt was wrong, and I don't want to spend any more time talking about the fucking X because they're done. <laughs> Fuck great. them. This is a Nets podcast. I agree. We're playing the Bucks tomorrow. I ben, want predictions. Who's winning this series? Man, before you do that, Billy, I saw him put out a tweet out there in which he's trading Joe Harris. And a couple other guys to get KP in here, and I'm like, can we yeah, focus on that. this series, man? Like, keep your <laughs> fucking 2K uh, lineups to yourself. It's, I think we're just running out of stuff to talk about because we're good and we're in the playoffs. Gotta focus on this year. This is this is a year you may never get a year like this again. You might next year. You might be better next year, but it's not a guarantee. So right. focus on on now. And since Bam is asking for a prediction, is it okay if I go with my prediction? Go, give Please. me your prediction. I'm gonna go Nets in seven. Hmm. It's gonna be a tough series, and Game Seven, the crowd is gonna. And so are the so is the big three. They're gonna score over a hundred points, and they will win Game Seven. That's dope, bam. I'm writing that down. I see, by the way, I see, I see two outcomes here. This series is going to be two-two coming back to Brooklyn for Game Five. What And what petrifies me about that is that Game 5 will be a weekday and our pussy-ass fans will probably barely show up. <laughs> um, and it won't be a, a raucous environment. But the winner of that Game 5 will win the series. So this series to me is either Nets in 7 or Milwaukee in 6. 
gun to my head. I'd rather die picking the Nets. But my gut, and as you saw a couple weeks ago, is pretty big. So <laughs> I, 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 I don't think we win this series. I say gentlemen sweep. I don't agree with you, Bam, at all. I say gentlemen sweep. We win it in five. They, 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 they steal one from us in Milwaukee, and then we come home and we and we send them home. I don't think if this series ends in a gentleman sweep, I got a Nets jersey for Kieran. Your choice. You pick the player, the color, the style. It goes to your son. Oh, okay. You mean Trey? Yeah. Oh, I thought his name was Kieran. No, his name is his actual name is Eve, but he's Eve the third. But uh, we hey, call him Trey. You live and you learn. <laughs> so even better. I, I didn't name him. My wife named him. <laughs> I don't know where I got Kieran from. It really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, I don't what have. Scares, uh, what scares me is people agree with you. Nets and five, and I just think that's. I don't see it being that easy. I, I do. I think, I, I think I this is think the most we'll, special team we'll that you've ever game seen. One. I do think we'll win game one because a, a Saturday crowd, 730, will bring out the best of what our fan base can be. Uh-huh. Um, like, I, we, like I was at McMahon's before the game one there. The place was packed. All net fans. So I think you'll see that again. Um, and it won't be a late arriving crowd because it's a weekend. Uh-huh. But I do think this is I – think, I think we wind up splitting in Brooklyn, splitting in Milwaukee – and then whoever wins that game five will, will ultimately win the series. Now, look, like, you know, anytime this series could be 1 1, and after two games, after watching it, I might say, oh, yeah, Eve's right. This is going to be Nets in five. Or I might say this could be Brooklyn in five, uh, or Milwaukee in five, for that matter. It's just, it's a really hard thing to predict. And there's, I think there's a lot of, a lot of different things that, that this can happen. I've seen yeah. predictions from experts all over the map. Let's just let's just try to enjoy it. It's going to be torture, um, but hey, if we come out on top, man, boys, that that the rest of that field looking rosy for us. Yeah, nah, man. I just I, like just to qualify my my pick. I I really believe we're gonna sweep them. I just don't think we have the focus to sweep anybody. I think I my my boys who still go to clubs and party, uh, like they all basically say. After, after games now, not even like on on nights that they don't have games. The Nets party, yo. <laughs> Nick Claxton is in the clubs, and and well, that's heard... great. So he'll bring COVID <laughs> into the locker room. <laughs> that's real fucking smart you by Nick Claxton. Every, you got every. Well, because, I'm sorry, but that's really stupid and I, selfish. If he's doing that, they are partying their asses off. They're everywhere. Yeah. Selfish. <laughs> You know who's not partying their ass off? Who? Giannis Adentokupo. He's not at all. He's not. So there's zero chance COVID enters that Bucks locker room. But if Nick Claxton wants to go out and eat some nasty pussy, guess what? There could be some problems on the Nets' hands. <laughs> be positive, man. Don't take this from me. Dude, we're winning it all. We're winning it all. Yo, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end our joint right here. <laughs> Bam is talking about eating some nasty pussy. There won't be any of that. It'll be clean pussy. And our team is going to be victorious. We are winning this motherfucking championship. And I hope and guess, so. And guess what? <laughs> like this is this this series is for the championship. Like I, I'm not willing to go that far, but I, I think whoever comes out of this is the clear favorite. The Sixers is not fucking with us. If if Embiid has to run up and down the court with us, he's going to break. You see it. You see it. Like what he like. AD couldn't make it. Hey, can I make a side note on Embiid? How does the NBA allow him to do the DX suck it chant while humping the air in front of their television audiences? (laughs) He's telling everyone to suck his dick. I mean, that's, I mean, it's like maybe the Adam Silver didn't watch wrestling, but nobody said, hey, Silver, by the way, take a look at this. This is what this means. It's, it's really a, it's a lewd gesture. Yeah, my son had to explain to me that, that what that was. He doesn't even know wrestling. I guess it's just something that they do at school. And, uh, and uh, I, 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 we were watching the Sixers game, and they were like, you know, going to commercial, and he just really did that shit. And 
it, it's very demonstrative. And my and my son was like, "Oh, he just told everybody to suck it." Like, right. Oh, shit. Yeah. oh man. So I those guys aren't beating us. We are gonna win this fucking thing, Los. Let everybody Los, know where they can find you and plug your. Beating the Hawks, man. They're not huh? beating the Hawks. How about that? Who's they that? might Sixers? not. They might not. They might not. They're not beating the Hawks if he's not playing. If he's not healthy, they're not beating the Hawks. Oh, they they might steal the first two games. The uh, only thing I'll say about that is I don't want to overreact to the Hawks beating a non-playoff team in the first round. That's that's not what I'm reacting to. I'm I'm reacting to the Wizards. You know, giving them a ride the last two games, and the Wizards are shit. Like the Wizards yeah. are like, ugh. like they're horrible, and they got one from from the Sixers. So, well, my point of view is the lack of Embiid. If yeah. Embiid's not a hundred percent, or if he's not there at all, it just changes everything. Because yeah, they... I'll be honest, the the Sixers a hundred percent healthy. I know they will give the Nets problems, just like Milwaukee did. But if there's no Embiid, that just makes a huge, huge no, difference. That, that 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 would be a they would sweep them without Embiid. Yeah, no, they they can't score like he could. He could try to defend all he wants. They will never score with us, never. And and that last Wizards game, looking at how much they 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 did score in that game, uh, <laughs> like they'll never do that against us. Like it just it just would never come close that team is so bad just talking about the wrong two superstars to have on your team and i don't think bill is a superstar anymore like i i mean i i used to think he was he's not a superstar i've never seen two guys fill it and and be detrimental to their teams like westbrook and 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 um bill is it's it's if i if i could take anybody on that team i'd take uh rui hachimura um <laughs> that team Sucks, yeah. You ever have you ever played Punch Out? Of course. He looks like uh, Piston Honda. (laughs) (laughs) He really does. I never noticed that. I know exactly what Piston Honda looks like, and he the second or third guy you fight. He does. How racist of us all. Anyway, (laughs) guys, not racist. Piston Honda, I don't think you could make that character today. Well, that's a different story, yeah. <laughs> him looking like him is a racist. The character's racist. <laughs> looking like a racist character is not good. <laughs> uh, maybe not. I take it back. Yo, look, anyway, we're going to win this fucking championship. I'm not worried. Gentlemen sweep on deck. You guys got in seven. We will talk Listen about to the it again. Ah, definitely. And and please, please, I just want to say this because the last time I was on, I remember exactly what day. I remember exactly where I was. And we said the Nets were going to win a title this year. That was about seven months ago. And I still feel feel the same now. And I know a lot of people on Twitter call me negative. They don't agree with me. You can listen to the podcast. You can listen to me here, which I love coming on. I love talking with you guys because you guys are real net fans. You guys have the passion that I have. And let's be real. We don't have a huge fan base. And a lot of guys are not used to the fan base. And, you know, you know, you want to call me, you want to call Bam negative. It's not negative, but everything can't be rosy all the time. You can talk about Nash. You can talk about deficiencies that we have or mismatches that other teams are going to look to take advantage of. So I just love coming on, love speaking my mind. If you guys, please, if you want to listen to what else, what more I have to say, please listen to the Icharides podcast with me and my partner, Larry Hammonds. You can follow us, listen to us. And the one thing I do like is I do love the back and forth. I like hearing people's opinions. You don't agree with me? Tell me why you don't agree with me. Tell me why I'm wrong. Nothing wrong with that. And this is why I love coming here because I know you guys, Two of the biggest net fans that that I know don't agree with each other. So if you guys don't agree with each other, that that's just like the rest of the fan base. We don't all, always agree. Guys yeah. like Billy, guys like Billy, huge net fan. I know it, and I just I just don't agree with fifty percent of the things he says. And I 
I've been blocked two or three times by by Yevs here, you know? And, and I, <laughs> what I do? I got blocked again. Like, what's happening here, you know? So It's out of love, go, though. Yeah, we just love our nets. We love talking basketball. And, nah, I know, love you guys. We'll I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, I, I've made good friends on here. I consider Bam a, 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 a close friend. I, someone I really enjoy, like... It was weird. We were there with both of our brothers, and our brothers was more reserved than us, and we were like the two nutcases <laughs> screaming our head yeah. off at the at the game. Uh, it's, that's my second game with with Bam, um, and I've had a blast both times. And uh, next time I go to a game, I'll let you guys know. Maybe if you're there, you're there. If you're not, you're not. But one of these days, we do have to get to a game together. Word. I'll yeah, be listen. Saturday, if we do get DM that, me. if we do get that championship, we're gonna have to set up like a meeting, like a open bar type thing that in Brooklyn, um, you know, to celebrate with each other for sure. Yeah, Man, let's get, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna um, hit up the 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 Talk Nets guys, and uh, I, I'd, I'd even cut them a check to just throw a big ass party with one of the relationships that they have. Only problem with what they do, it's all the way in Williamsburg, and that's where you have the phoniest Nets fans. This <laughs> is Williamsburg. No, we're going. We're going somewhere by the arena. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. I think we should do. I think we should get we should get a sponsor. I'll I'll, I'll even talk to one of my friends who's a uh, uh, has a restaurant over there. So we'll we'll figure that out. Anyway, Nets fans, we just gave it to you. We just gave you a, a an, an hours long pod <clears throat> effortlessly. Uh, we just, you know, put that out there. I am at Eve Darboos. That's my guy, Bam, at Pass First Eleven. And my other boy, at Los Nandez. Uh, please, the Eat Your Wheaties podcast is one of the dopest podcasts that you can listen to um, in, in New York City and hear basketball. Like, I, I, I'll never understand why um, sports radio has so much baseball on it and why people care so much, even though I love baseball. But the Brooklyn Nets needed voices. We're one of a group of them. We're about to win this championship, New York City. Say bye, fellas, and we out of here. Go Nets. Go Nets. We're going to win tomorrow. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.